0: hola and welcome to null pointers with your hosts mark Stephen, and gerald and today we'll be talking about mobile payments yeah. Before we get to this week's topic, I've got a question for you, Gerald. So I've heard all the crazy about the PlayStation 5 being totally sold out and people on the streets rioting. I don't know if it's actually for the consoles, but people on the streets rioting right now. And I just have to ask, was it worth it being one of the early adopters with the Xbox? Is it that good? Uh, I'm going to make
1: a lot of people very angry right now. I, I think I turned it on once to actually yeah i know and i turned it on for nothing or did no i think it was i think it went to the computer ultimately because i also have like the game uh, xbox game pass ultimate thing so that's like you have this um monthly fee and you can just play a bunch of games you can just download them it's kind of like the netflix for xbox games that comes together with some perks and this month or i don't know if that's monthly or how that works but anyway i could get a code for a 30-day free disney plus so the only thing i booted it up for was um, to get that code (laughs) put that into disney (laughs) plus
0: and play that from my phone so that's the only thing i did so far oh well so now you're watching the avengers i'm guessing and all the other marvel goodness that
1: well, actually, actually, I'm just I'm just going over your news thing here. But we started watching The Mandalorian. See, that's the thing that I um, had okay. in mind while preparing this show to um, came come in as news. Um, but yeah, and I'm a little bit late to the Mando party, I think. But I don't know what to think yet. I'm six episodes in, and so far, that's the
2: entire it's... first season.
1: Really?
0: Oh well. See, there you go. <laughs> <I> think so. <laughs> Um, I'm six episodes in and coming up to a huge, huge disappointment because suddenly nothing is left to be watched.
1: Yeah, (laughs) well, I only have 30 days, so, you know, it doesn't have to be too long. Uh, But I heard season two is pretty good. Season one, I'm not completely sold yet. It's kind of like all the episodes are kind of like their standalone thing and also kind of repetitive where, you know, he trusts someone and then they backstab him and then he saves the day and then he goes on. Um, sorry for the spoilers if anyone else wants to watch, but, uh, yeah, well, we'll see how it goes, but Steven, do you already get your paws on a Xbox? I did not.
2: There are, um, lovely people out there, I guess, who buy quite some of those at launch and they're now selling them at insane rates, obviously, as one does. And there's actually also other kinds of people who are very creative and who've coded up all sorts of bots, basically, that are watching all the websites. So as soon as one becomes available somewhere on a uh, on a shop that gets some stock, then alerts go off and the entire internet starts to try to buy them. So I'm one of those guys at this
0: point. That sounds like fun. So you could actually now invest your time into creating one of these bots, and then trying to circumvent the "I'm not a robot" thing. And but then, then you could automate your Xbox purchase. No, but I think it's really brilliant, Gerald, that you got this device with I don't know how many GPU calls in it. I don't know how many CPUs. I've heard mm-hmm. there are even ARM-based CPUs in there. Mm-hmm. And you're watching Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, I th- I think this thing has enough power <laughs> to compute a cure for COVID, and it's just yeah. sitting there.
2: And I'm sitting here having nothing.
1: <laughs> you can Aww. come here and look at it. Oh while it's off. Through the window.
2: Because staying is safe. <laughs>
0: oh, that's that's right. That's right.
2: With our face masks
0: from tomorrow on starting. Yes, that too. Speaking about face masks, I don't know how it's been in the Netherlands or in other parts. Uh, of the world because you tend not to travel anymore. But since COVID actually started, one thing that I've really noticed is the uptake in contactless payments. How is that on your end? Is that the same? Or has it already been so widely established before that it's no real difference?
1: So uh, I think uh, all the shops and everything, they have kind of these like small posters or printouts or whatever um, that they hang everywhere. And they have a couple of things like stay I don't know how many feet apart, uh, one and a half meters at least. And also one of the things is like pay um, contactless as much as possible. So, you know, it's, it's somewhat promoted here. It's kind of funny at this point, I think, because um, you know, I think it has been proven by now that um, it can't really be transmitted by those kinds of things um, um, transferred through a surface. So, I have COVID. I touch something um, on on the, the the paying machine terminal thingy or my desk or whatever, and then the next person goes over with its hand, and um, it's it's not really transferred that way. I think there's very few cases recorded of that happening, uh, but you know, um, I think that, it, that still happens and is promoted, and I think that very much, you know, um, yeah, uh, took it here to the next level. That being said, there was we were already ahead of the game here in the Netherlands, I think, um because you know we've had like the contactless payment chip on our card for a while now, uh which I have been using, and since like it's coming up on two years or something, I don't know. We now have Apple pay as well, and before that, um I think some uh mobile um uh, providers also had like in their. SIM card, they had some kind of NFC chip that would enable you to pay contactless, but that wasn't really very widely supported, I think. And now with Apple Pay, it's just going crazy. And I've been using that all the time. I've switched banks somewhere just before Apple Pay came around, which also means that you get a different PIN code. Um, so, you know, I'm not really used to that pin code. And at some point I found myself for one single time, I had to use my card and for the life of me, I could not remember my pin code. So luckily I very securely noted it somewhere in my heavily fortified phone. So don't go looking in there. Tattooed Um, on your wrist. (laughs) Tattooed on my (laughs) wrist. So that's where we're at here.
0: Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I remember the having the same problem standing somewhere trying to use my credit card and I had to enter the PIN and I had no idea anymore. But luckily, as you said, there's a password managers. You put them in there. You hope that they're really secure. Oh God, if password managers are not secure, my life is over. Different story, but yeah. Um, so, I, I can totally relate to that story. Maybe some listeners can too. Here in Switzerland, it's actually been pretty much the same. So, Conductlex Payment has been an option for quite some time. So, you could pay with your wireless card. And uh, then Apple Pay started to come up in the US and Google Pay and Samsung Pay and whatnot Pay and all those providers. And yeah, so the, the Swiss banking industry, they got like a payment provider and so they... They together then invented this new app. It's called Twinty in Switzerland. And with that, you then had a, on your mobile phone, you could then start uh, paying your friends, but also going grocery shopping in the stores. The problem though was that since iOS does not really provide the full NFC API, which would be needed to emulate a, a credit card, so to speak, or in a, a Maestro card, they came up with this brilliant solution, twins to use Bluetooth Low Energy to make those payments happen at the Terminal and um i'm i was really thrilled with this mobile payment thing so i remember distinctly trying this out and i think at the beginning they when you had like a funky reception so you had like internet reception but really really bad what it would do it would uh, like lock up the cashier's terminal until the transfer was through and yeah i remember once one saturday morning standing in a grocery shop with my wife next to me uh, locking up the cashier's thing, and he could not. He could not have bought it. And yeah, you should have seen the the look of my wife when we were waiting there, and the queue was getting longer and longer, and we had no way to have bought <laughs> this thing that was fun. That's, well, that's technology, right? That's progress.
1: And we are we are kind of like at the stage here where uh, people get frowned upon whenever they start taking out their wallet and and counting the actual <laughs> money on the on the counter, and we're all like. <laughs> just criminal get over with it come on well it's, i'm still not entirely used
2: to it it's it's really stupid but tech is kind of my business in that sense i mean i work in tech so it should be sort of but i i not too long ago even i went to the store and i realized oh boy i did not bring anything to pay so i put everything that i had in my cart back in the right spot because that's who i am and went <laughs> home grabbed my wallet came back at the store and thought, oh, you stupid idiot. You had your Apple Watch on. You could have paid right <laughs> then and there with the Apple Watch.
1: Oh, I'm completely the other way around because, you know, I had times, especially in the summer where, you know, I I used to keep my wallet in my coat because that's what I throw on when I go out. But in the summer, you're not wearing it. So, um, you know, I would just go out and pay everything with my um, with my watch. So, I had also, together with not remembering my pin code, I couldn't for the life of me figure out where my wallet was. Uh, but I was still <laughs> able to pay for everything, so that's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I must agree. I I really like my actual my Apple Watch for this uh, one feature. So I now regularly leave the house to go grocery shopping. The only thing that I have with me is a bag, my watch, and of course a face mask. And, yeah, that's all that you need these days to go grocery shopping. And you can do the contactless thing. It's quick. It's fast. And if you got a good credit card deal, you might even get some bonus feedback on it. Well, it's actually kind of funny, right? If you mentioned the contactless thing again, like, that
1: got me thinking, like, because... Especially with the Apple Watch, like with your card, you just tap on that thing, right? And then you don't really have the contact. But now with the watch, those terminals are not really placed to be used with a watch. So I find myself here, at least like in the supermarkets, they're behind this glass thingy now. um, So you don't sneeze in their faces and that kind of stuff or the other way around, of course. So, but what you do is I, I have to hold my watch against it. And that basically makes me with my hand go under or, or you know, besides that glass. So I still go into some kind of contact mode with them if they really want to. <laughs> uh, so okay. it's, it's kind of weird in what kind of yeah, shapes you have to bend yourself sometimes. But
2: it's quite a unnatural motion. That's, that's yeah. definitely true.
0: Yeah, so, so my trick is sometimes flicking the watch from the outer wrist to the inner wrist to hold it over the terminal. But yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, most of the terminals in Switzerland, they are pretty much the standards. So it's always on the side. It's always on the left side where you can hold the cards to. Uh, but there are like some that are a bit more custom, and then you're like looking for the NFC spot. But I mean, the same... You, then you make like the NFC dance. And depending on the watch, you're then waving around your arm ridiculously. But yeah, I mean, luckily... In Switzerland, it's mainly so that the payment terminals are mainly in front of the plexiglass wall that saves the cashier from the customer. So, yeah, but it it is an issue with the Apple Watch. I I would agree.
1: So, maybe we should put like that NFC chip in our face masks and then you just, you know, you bounce with your head to that thing. You kiss (laughs) the the terminal. Yeah, you kiss the terminal. That's good. More
0: love (laughs) while going out for groceries maybe not in 2020 maybe yeah 2020. maybe next maybe maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next, year. Maybe next year. yeah yeah no but one th- one thing i really noticed during this during this uh, corona time so we had this solution quite some time ago then Apple pay came along and, and all these google pay things and and i mean the really nice thing is it's compatible with a normal credit card so if you, you can just walk up to the terminal where the credit card works and you can pay with with apple pay at least here uh, when i ever tried it it usually works but a lot of people, they, they sort of resist it because you could still pay with cash. You could still just uh, use the old-fashioned way to put your card into the card reader and then enter the PIN. And so what I, what I noticed is right now, since, since COVID, a lot of more people have now started to use contactless, but also to use these payment apps so if you uh, owe a a friend some money um usually in switzerland we don't use apple pay i don't think it's even enabled to send money between people here in switzerland i i know that's available in in the us but not here and so yeah we usually roll back to this twin solution to then easily uh, pay money from from one person to the other and even what i really like is when you go like into a farmer's market. The, like if you go to a, to a farm outside, they got like a little store where you can buy stuff. And usually now, all of them they support to pay with twins. so you can scan a QR code, enter the amount, and you're out of there without having to funnel around for change because I never have any change on me. Which is yeah, I know it's just uh, maybe it's just me. Do you guys still carry any change with no. you on the? No,
2: nope. yeah. far from it. The only thing that I used to carry that was sort of coinage is, no, (laughs) I don't carry a gun. I don't have a permit. Um, So the only thing I do carry or did carry is one of those little coins that goes into a shopping cart because here they are Mm -hmm. all linked together and you need to untie them with a coin. Um, However, due to COVID that is also now completely gone and I haven't Mm. seen a spike in shopping cart theft. So I'm hoping it stays around because that eliminates another coin from my pocket. Um. <laughs> I
1: had that actually, I, I went, I for some reason, I don't know what it was. I had to go to another supermarket that um, I don't usually go to and they didn't have, like, Stephen and I live close, so our supermarket is the same, usually. Um, So they have that thing there that Stephen just mentioned, but I went to another one, and they they didn't, like, prepare the carts there, so you actually had to put in a coin, or you had to take a basket. So I was like, okay, I'll take a basket because I don't have anything else. So I went inside, didn't see a basket. So, you know, I did the responsible thing and uh, talked to some employee there, and I said, where are the baskets? And they say they're not here. Even while they had big posters that say, Or you can take a basket. Well, but anyway. So they said like you have to get a cart. And um I said, I, I don't have any I don't have any money. So he you also have like these plastic coins, the the kind of replacement things that have the same size and you can still fit it in there. So he gave me one of those. So I now keep that one in the car, um and and hang on to it for, you know. Wow. Goodness gracious. Um in case I ever need it again, it's a story of love.
0: Yeah, we got the same tactic uh, here. We have these fake coins for putting in into the grocery carts. I just noticed, like at the during the first wave uh, in in early twenty twenty, they also uh, stopped um, that you have to put in that coin. And then during summer, when the numbers were really low, they flipped back again to normal mode, and somehow no one cared during this current wave to go again back to trusting the people that they will not steal any shopping carts. But hey, that's, that's what it is. The one thing I must say that really annoys me a bit is, um, I, I just noticed this, uh, when I, I was, I owed Gerald a bit of money for that really cool baby article that we gave Stephen. <laughs> and, um, so, so I, I, had to transfer money to him I just thought, well, I'll just use Apple pay because you know, international provider found then out that i could not transfer any funds through apple pay and so it it seems like in europe every country has got its own payment solution how people can transfer money or even worse some some in some countries it's every bank has got their payment solution and that really makes it not very friendly so i really hope that someday in entire europe or the entire world you could use an app and transfer money with that that would be I think another really nice thing to have.
2: I assume you Western Union it
0: over to Gerald. I am not a billionaire. I could not afford those transaction fees. I went the <laughs> old school IBAN route. Ah, nice. I mean, that should um,
1: work, right? Because I think,
0: is that Europe-wide? I think it's even worldwide, right? At least I mean, like- it's international banking accounting number. So I would hope, uh, <laughs> I would hope. Yeah, well, you know, accounting. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> that doesn't say everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's sad and true.
1: But uh, yeah, so I I think you are able to transfer with that. I mean, we're just so spoiled, right? Because here in the Netherlands, we have like kind of our own, um, what did you call it? Trend? Um, Twint. Twint, that was it. No, you twint to someone. Right, right, right. So we've Um, had a solution called Ideal uh, since forever, which is more for like the business to customer transactions. So, you know, I can put it on my website, a Ideal connection and you know whenever a customer um, comes in you basically as the developer just have to specify like hey they owe me this amount and it has to go to this account uh, which also rhymes so that's awesome and they can uh, the customer then can select like this is my bank that i want to pay with and then they uh, you know in the um, little bit older days they would be rerouted to their um, online banking web environment. I mean, that still happens whenever you do it from a computer, but whenever you do it from your phone, it, it opens up your uh, banking app right now. Um, so, you know, that that is the way to quickly um, transfer money. And there's a lot of solutions now for like also transferring money between um, just individuals uh, based on basically that solution. Uh, because what it also takes away, I don't know how it is for you, Mark, but here we have the different banks and those banks are still living in the middle Ages uh, because you know, when you transfer something, it usually takes up a day before it shows up on the other person's account if it's uh, on another bank. Um, so with the ideal things on like the back end of that, I think they have like multiple bank accounts, and they just you know um, quickly transfer one thing to another and blah blah. And I don't know, they do some magic, and it will very quickly show up in your account almost immediately. So uh, that is one advantage of that as well. Uh, and one popular um, service that does that here is called Tiki, which is how, how should we translate that, Stephen? It's like small tap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what it kind of literally yeah.
0: means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so time. okay, it's probably, That's actually a Dutch word.
1: Yeah, it's oh. it's probably based on you know you would kind of tap your phones together. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, I it, think
2: it's a little. It, it could also translate as a little bit, like a ticky.
1: Uh, okay. Crazy. All right. Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, um, which is mostly used for you know you just enter the amount, and I think you can even like link contacts of your phone or whatever. But um, you will just get a URL or or something like that, something easily shareable um, that you can give to the other person. And then again, that ideal thing comes up again, and they can just pay with their own um, banking app or web portal or whatever. So, um, and we've had those kinds of things for ages. So
0: that sounds quite cool so here in switzerland there's one standard that's really known and that's this twin thing so you could so what i'm trying to say is it's re you can you can have it like in prepaid mode and and some banks are behind it so you can just hook your bank accounts to it and it makes so my bank provides this app, and it makes life really easy if I want to transfer funds from one person to another. But if you're a business, it's a bit more complicated. Um, so usually, you always have to uh, it's it's done via your mobile number. So your mobile number is linked to your accounts, stuff like that. So if you just want to wire money from from me to a company, they would have to have an account with. That payment provider. Uh, I think it's also because they will then uh, take a bit of the transfer, and they might even have to pay some monthly fee. I guess I don't know; I haven't really looked into it. But it's for for business to business. I don't think it's uh, that easy to, to implement it. It's not like you could simply call the app and say, "Hey." here is an amount that I would like to share to that customer, like URI, like in-app deep linking, stuff like that. Um, there's no really public API that you could use like that because I think that would be like really cool if you could somehow provide that in your app or also just put like on a website where you could just go and say, hey, I want to transfer this amount of money and then it will generate uh, some kind of QR code and they can just scan it and be off on your day. I mean, you can do that, uh, but it's 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 i think more of a bit uh, of an enterprise portal thingy that you would then have to enable. So i think if i understood you correctly that sounds quite cool that you could implement it also for small businesses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So then there's like providers for the payment providers, so you know, there's there's business everywhere but uh you can get that as a service from like um, other other services as well. I think Molly is like although in, also maybe internationally known, i don't know actually. They went big on like the Uh, stock market they launched i think because they are like the biggest um provider of these things but you know now we're getting very very local so it's funny that you mentioned i think you mentioned like something like qr codes or at least that's something that came to mind for me because i've seen i don't know what the presentation was about but um at least it it also for a, a a little bit went about um these kind of payment things and like in china i think or some um country at least in that corner of the world um it's like very popular to do all the things with qr code which probably route you also to kinds of things but there it also goes so instantly also in stores they will just have qr codes that you can scan to pay um and they even have like these matches where you would i think this was a session at techorama actually where they would just arm wrestle but they would have in their hand have their phone and then underneath each hand there is a qr code code. And then whenever you bend it far enough, then it will scan the QR code and you won and you, they actually (laughs) then transfer that money onto your account.
0: Uh, Okay. That's That's interesting.
1: Different world out there. But uh, so, you know, there's, there's fun things that you can
0: do with that. Uh, Generally in the Asian parts of the world, the QR code is way more popular and you can see way more in everyday life. And here in Europe, I don't know how it is in the U S but at least here in Europe, you don't see the QR code all that often. I see once in a while you see some ads um, that you could scan a QR code or at some sessions at the end, people speakers might put in a QR code to, to read that. But oftentimes, it's uh, it's a bit different. But Thinking about it, I think in the banking domain, it's it's mainly present in Switzerland. So like when I log into my e-banking, uh, oftentimes it will generate a QR code on the computer browser screen, which I then scan with a, with an app on my phone to, to log in. So yeah, I think it's um, used a lot for that, for those kinds of scenarios. Speaking about QR codes, the QR codes are quite easy to implement in an app. I've recently found out there are uh, third-party libraries that you can include to just uh, say, "Hey, give me the QR code," and just get a string back. How did any of you already try to implement uh, payments into an app? I did not
2: actually. I, I've I've watched some streams uh, where James Montemagno, for example, is working on his in-app billing plugin. But the amount of well, I wouldn't call it cussing because I don't think James actually can cuss. But <laughs> <laughs> it it was at some point. It seems a bit frustrating to implement or to at least make that plugin work. Um, so I think it's a, it could be quite some frustrating code that you need to write there. But I haven't written it myself yet
1: that's interesting i also didn't i at some point dabbled a little bit in the in-app stuff for some app i was making but i didn't really actually got to publish it in the end uh it, it's funny actually that it would take so much effort right because you know um uh, the apis and the heavy lifting could be done through um android and and apple you would say so you would just you know supply the amount and maybe a description, this is what it's for, and then let's go, but apparently not.
0: I'm uh, on the same boat as you are, I never had the opportunity to implement uh, this uh, actually uh, not even in-app purchases which is, I think the difference between in-app purchases and, and using like Apple Pay within your app is in-app purchases is you buy something, a, a virtual good, like uh, if you're in a game you buy some new skins or some new hats that you can put onto your character and you would use Apple Pay to purchase some physical goods or uh, train ticket comes to mind so if you use the Swiss railway app you can then buy your train ticket and you would use your credit card and you can use apple pay to purchase that credit card uh sorry to purchase that train ticket of course purchasing a credit card with a credit card that might be a thing anyway so yeah (laughs) inceptions um yeah but so and i've i've read a bit into it um out of pure boredom maybe or at one point and i think the in-app purchase is already not that straightforward they make you jump through hoops and then out of out of fun because we said we might talk about mobile payment tonight um i thought hey let's have a look how hard that could be and it seems quite tough (laughs) so i mean like one word is like yeah use a payment provider uh like think striper and paypal and all those companies that provide you um with like the certification and the security standards that you have to meet to implement like these transaction things and then you and, and then you think like oh that's the hard part but no 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 then you're just getting started then you also have to be you have to be like a registered trader and you need a trading id and 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 to provide to apple so yeah you would think something like Giving someone a bit of money seems quite straightforward, but it seems to be quite a challenge that you would then go through. Yeah, the funny thing, you know, whenever you start talking
1: about mobile things and in-app purchases and that kind of stuff, you know, then you also get like, I think we've mentioned that at least briefly before, um, like they they also want to have their cut. So at, at some point I did publish another app where, you know, I would take donations through a PayPal link. Um, and that was shut down by Google. In this case, um, you would expect that mm. from Apple, but not Google, um, you know, who just said, "No, we're not going to allow payments through anything other than something we can control, and we also get our little share." So
0: so far for the donations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh it's an interesting market for sure.
1: So yeah, and I mentioned already before, like the the banks living a little bit in the Middle Ages, and I think they're kind of like scrambling now too to also modernize because you know you have these uh, the these apps which do not actually have any office or that much employees. Um, one that comes to mind is Revolut. I don't know how you actually pronounce it, Re- Re- Revolut. Um, I've heard the name before. I didn't really actually use it before uh, until recently where, you know, I was uh, getting, I could get some payout from the stock I get at Microsoft and uh, someone gave me the tip like hey maybe you should do that through um revolute where you would get a international bank account and it's like very cheap to transfer all the things and in a matter of minutes you just have boom this new bank account and you can have a credit card and you can have like a prepaid credit card where you just put in a certain amount and um, you know whenever that's done then the number will expire or you can throw it away um, so no one can commit any fraud with that nothing will happen um, so you know that is very um, awesome stuff as well have have you ever used that
2: i have not you, you are the first one i hear talking about it to be honest really
0: oh i've got a Revolut car for myself mainly to purchase stuff outside of my country your because Vision. Oh, okay. No, no, mainly, <laughs> mainly when you, when you, you know, like in the good old days when you could travel around and like in the world. And yeah, I mean, Revolut has got like a really low um transfer fee thingy. Like when you would be in the United States and you would buy something, you would not have to pay a surcharge for using a local credit card. Uh, like local, credit, like a Swiss credit card in the in the states, which would be a lot more expensive. So that's mainly what I use it for. Yeah,
1: right. So that's that's the thing, right? It it's makes it easier. I think you can easily also create an account like that belongs to another country or something. I don't know, actually, maybe I'm just saying stupid things now. But um, at least the fees are very low because they don't have these offices and a lot of people that they need to pay, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's really cool. I think they just need a banking license. I think there's other apps that that do this as well. Uh, but, you know, and and not just for like the, the modern perspective of just having an app to do all these kinds of things. But I also really like the, you know, the, the security aspect of this, because if you think about like the credit card business, that is completely crazy. Um, it's not really that big of a thing here. Um, you would need it. Um, some time ago to make some online purchases. And I guess whenever you purchase something in the U.S. or something like that, then it still comes in very handy. So I've had one since forever, but, you know, having visited the U.S. a couple of times, it's like crazy how credit cards still exist in the form they still do. I mean, you just need a couple of numbers and you can get all the money in the world from that thing. And the craziest thing is that whenever you sit in a restaurant, you will just willingly give your credit card with all the numbers on it and everything they need to do to take all that money. You will just give that to them and be like, okay, yeah, just get me the check. Here's my card with thousands of dollars on it. Do whatever you want with it. It's completely crazy if you think about it
0: yeah credit cards do have their interesting areas for sure and with that i think we will wrap up the show about mobile payments we have been your hosts mark Alibone. stephen davis and jared what have your experiences been with mobile payment let us know on twitter at Nullpointers.io. thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app stay safe and until next week on Nullpointers. Ka-chinga!